Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is the weekly show where we talk about all things money and finance and where we give you information to help you make the best financial decisions possible. So if you want to buy your first home, you want to be better with money, you want to learn how to invest, where to begin, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe. I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further ado, let's get going with this week's show. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? So it is another episode of the podcast and we are, I can't believe that I'm saying this, but we're about to move into December and um, this is absolutely insane. So today is essentially the 30th of November. We now have by calendar weeks, five weeks until the end of the year. And I don't know about you, but if I look back over this year, I think it's safe to say it's been it's been a, t- a tale of two two stories, I guess. I don't know if that's the right phrase or not, um, but it's definitely been something different and something completely out of the ordinary. And I started to think about this year and how I've been thrown into a little bit of chaos and started to think about, okay, I have also made some progress this year, but I wanted to look back and invite on a guest who was actually on this podcast early, early, early on in the process here. And um, it was actually a very, very popular podcast as we were talking about women in finance and why women should demand more from the employers and from work and, and everything like that. And she and I have also gone on to have our own podcast called the Tap Into Extraordinary Podcast. And we also have an accountability circle. And I want to talk about the accountability circle today because I don't know about you, but if you have goals that you're setting for yourself, an accountability circle is a great tool to help people stay on track with their goals. And I must say, since I studied the accountability circle, it's been really, really useful for me just to make sure that I don't kind of let, like, let myself down. You know what it's like? You say you're going to do something on a weekly basis, right? But like yeah, something happens and then you don't get around to it and then you beat yourself up and then like you get to the following week and like, I'm going to do it this week and then you don't end up doing it, right? We've, we've all been there. I know that I I used to do this quite a bit. So the accountability circle has been huge for me. So what we want to do in this episode is talk about the importance of an accountability circle. And I'm going to challenge you through this episode, or we will challenge you through this episode as well, around whether you have an accountability circle, either officially or unofficially, but also get you to start thinking about 21. And I know that many people's minds are already there. We're already there, but we still do have five weeks to go. So we have an opportunity to lay some foundations and ensure that we put our best foot forward and we are positioned for success, regardless of what gets thrown at us in 2021. And hopefully COVID will be gone by then, but we're going to have to contend with it for the first part of the year. But anyway, I want to welcome my guest, Polina. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for the lovely introduction. Uh, very happy to be here for part two. <laughs> very different part two. As you said, like first part was very much around women, finance, careers, why you should be demanding more. And this is more about a passion project of ours and something that's become very, very dear to my heart. At this point of the year, I genuinely live and breathe <laughs> the accountability circle. So very excited to be on here and to bring it to your audience and just talk about why accountability is so important. And it's probably, I would say, one of the most important support networks that I have had this year that has helped me stay focused and make turn 2020 what could have been 
a horrible year into actually one of the most productive and successful years of my life. So it, to a big extent, the accountability circle. So excited to be here. See, I'm just looking back over the episode logs um, for, for the podcast this year. And you were on back at episode 20 on the 26th of April. <laughs> so this is how long. So first and foremost, for those people who haven't um, listened to episode 20, um, why don't you just introduce yourself again and let people kind of know like who you are. Then we're going to talk about how we actually started with the whole accountability circle and mm-hmm. tap into extraordinary off the back of, I think it was that, it was actually that episode came off the bat. Yeah. So why don't you just give an introduction to yourself first? Yeah, sure. So I'm Polina. I am a global media specialist by day. Uh, I have worked for some of the best well-known brands over the last 10 years in media and marketing. Um, outside of work, I lead a women's inclusion network, which is why I'm so passionate about women in finance. And I have also gone on a finance transformation journey over the last few years myself. So uh, that is pretty much how Pete and I met a few years ago. Um, I am also extremely passionate about personal development and I would say I'm a growth advocate. I'm like extremely passionate about that and I can't do accountability circle and tap into extraordinary was pretty much born out of the fact that I do feel like I have a lot of people around me, um, who I can rely on and support me on everything else. But when it comes to my goals and my dreams, which I very often find myself being a bit of a loner, probably because my dreams are extremely big and I am extremely ambitious and driven. And while others may have been watching Netflix this year, I have been studying and working night and day. So (laughs) um, the accountability circle was very much something like I had in my head for a while and I wanted to create, you know, when they say, if you don't have something, like don't wait for someone to create it, you can create it yourself. Mm -hmm. This is why the accountability circle was born because I didn't necessarily have an accountability circle, someone that would hold me accountable to my goals, someone that would be on my wavelength and be like, you should be more this week like this is not very ambitious or someone who would be very honest and critique me when I'm doing too much and it's like okay before you burn out take five minutes to just rest um so I think that is more or less what I do I do have some other side projects um as a typical overachiever and go-getter I have 101 things that I'm doing outside of work um such as an e-commerce business in Bulgaria and a few other projects but um the podcast in the accountability circle is probably one of the best things that I have done this year and that I started this year and it's one that I am so excited to see grow and I'm so excited to see the community now being live and people interacting in there holding each other accountable checking in with each other it's yeah, it's one of the best feelings. Um, and this is the chance, like an opportunity for you guys to join and to talk about this as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, so let me just give you guys a little bit of a background in terms of accountability circles. So like I said, it's very, very easy to have like goals. And I think everybody, regardless of what you do and where you are in terms of the stage of life that you're at, there is always going to be something that you want to work towards. However, a lot of the time, and this is a conversation that I had with David Bell also here on this podcast, where he, he, he had a look at a, a study, and I think it was an Oxford study, and they said um, that um, 
the difference between wealthy people and and just normal people so the jeff bezos of this world Mm -hmm. is that successful people write down their goals and that happened and like he was saying that it's a small percentage of people that write down their goals and he goes no wonder you have the likes of jeff bezos because if you do have aspirations the first thing you need to do is put that down you need to write it down and from there onwards you then work out your steps your plan to actually get there and this is very very similar to the stuff that i talk about on youtube when we're talking about investing right i talk about having goals your goal will inform your plan your plan will tell you exactly what you need to do the steps that you need to take in order to get to said goal so accountability circle for me is extremely important because number one it's a way to kind of like keep yourself on track am i really moving towards my goal am i the answer to that is a yes or no it isn't like, oh, maybe, well, I don't know, maybe I am. It's a yes or a no, and it's a clean yes or no. And the beauty of accountability circle is that, you know, Polina and I were talking just before we pressed record on this. So we set weekly goals, and our weekly goals are those that we need to achieve in aid of our big goal. And if you want to hear what the big goal is, the Tap Into Extraordinary podcast is also there. It's also on Spotify. Definitely go check that out, episode one. So we set goals on a weekly basis. And the beauty of an accountability circle is, well, if I do, if I don't achieve one of my goals, she tells me off. And if I do, and she doesn't also um, achieve one of her goals, we talk about why that is. You know, what do we need to do to make sure that we we move that forward? And that's the importance of, a, of of an accountability circle. I'm really interested to know how effective you found it this year, given everything that's happened. Obviously, you've had the shift with work and and all that kind of stuff, but I know you've had a lot going on as well. Yeah. Um, by, without exaggerating, the accountability circle has been by far one of the best things that happened to me this year, because as I said, when the lockdown and the pandemic as a whole first started, I was in a very overwhelming place. There was a lot going on in my life. I work in an industry that very much exploded as soon as we went into lockdown. Uh, so I was working around the clock. My role was changing from a like European road to a global road, which immediately means a lot more work to do in the first few weeks. Um, so I was in a very, like, I, I have, I've always been that person who has a clear vision board and I have a clear direction of where I'm going. But I think it's so easy to get distracted and to lose track of it um, unless someone is holding you accountable. And I think at times where there's so much going on with work, there's so much going on in the world around us, like, and you have to literally manage things that, like, we're managing change, we're managing situations that we have never been in before. No one knew what's happening, no one knew what to expect. There was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, like, family being affected by unemployment because of the pandemic and so on. It's just, like, so much going on that I felt like, more than ever this year was really easy to forget about your goals and be like oh 2020 is a write-off yeah like we'll just we'll just wait for this year to pass and then we'll resume next year i we were talking about this before we pressed record as well like um i never have fomo when it comes to going out i have fomo when it comes to missed opportunities or wasted time i'm always very precious about we can't just write off the whole year in march that is so many months where yes we are locked down i'm an extrovert i would rather be outside believe me (laughs) however being at home has given me that opportunity to without distractions focus on myself b 
be really clear, spend some time on my own, be really clear about what do I want, refine it, fine tune it, whatever I needed to do to execute on it and use that time. So when I come out of 2020, I keep talking about this on my social media and people are like, you're hyping it too much. I'm not. I am extremely excited about 2021 because this year I feel like I have done so much of the groundwork and the graphing that I am beyond ecstatic about 2021 because I feel like that is when the manifestation of all my months at home doing work is coming to fruition and I could not be more proud or more excited of what I have done this year and we covered that in the Tap into Extraordinary podcast as well. We had the reset episode where we touched base like six months after we started the podcast. And even in those six months, we had done so much. And I think I will be honest with myself and say like as much as I'm very, I've always been very um, proactive when it comes to my development, whether it's professional or personal. And I've always tried to hold myself accountable to say, it's you. It's up to you whether you progress or not. It's no one else's. It's not the external circumstance. It's not anyone else's job. It's down to you and what you do. So from that point of view, I've always been very accountable. But I think there's something so powerful in having that external, um, not necessarily validation, but external checking points, someone to hold you accountable. And like Pete has been the best accountability buddy you can possibly have because as much I think I feel like on one side he gets me because he's also an overachiever and this is what you want someone who is on your wavelength and wouldn't just say like oh just watch Netflix it's fine like don't worry about 2020. I think you make a good point in what you're saying though because like I think for many people it's easy to drop it to fall into the whole trap of oh my god this has been a hellish year I just want 2021 to like arrive. And many people are there, obviously. I mean, you go through difficulty, you you can't help but look towards the future. Yeah. But at the same time, there's, and this is where I think there's a mind shift, mindset shift often that needs to happen is that mm-hmm. even through like really nasty situations and difficult situations, there's an opportunity. Yeah. So do you have the ability to spot the opportunity? And that opportunity may not be an opportunity to uh, make a load of money all of a sudden or to like um, have any financial or material gain, but it's an opportunity for you to step back and take hindsight mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. well, not maybe not hindsight, but have a little bit of foresight and mm-hmm. clarity in the moment to think, well, actually, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be something better. There's got to be something more than what you're experiencing right now. Yeah. And I think that's really, really important. It is a mindset. I mean, if I look back over this month, certainly this year, certainly for me, it's been bloody, oh, Jesus, it's been it's been a nightmare. It's not been <laughs> at all what I expected. But I'm very, very thankful that it did happen because I'm in a much, much better place and I feel more optimistic about what is going to come in 2021 and beyond because of what happened this year. Yeah. And I think that's a really important for pe- thing for people to you know, if you listen to this on this episode and you, you, you have had a really, really difficult year this year, just take a moment, just pause and have a look at, right, is, where is the opportunity in your situation? Because I think that's so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all about perspective. Like I could not say that, emphasize this enough. And I'll give you like a few very brief examples without spending too much time talking about this. I had COVID. There were two ways that I could have looked at it. It's either like, oh my God, I caught the biggest pandemic in our lifetime and the biggest disease in our lifetime. Or I could have looked at it as in, 
okay, it wasn't great. It didn't feel good for a few weeks. However, I now have antibodies and can go and see my grandma without feeling that I may be putting her in danger. That's one example. Another example is, yes, I am an extrovert and I very much enjoyed having a normal life. But when lockdown started, I suffered with a lot of anxiety at first. I couldn't sleep for the first few months of it. Like I was not functioning at my best. I was working 18 out of 24 hours for like two months straight. And yes, I, for the first time in my life, had to go to therapy, which at first felt like horrifying because in like, am I really that unwell to go to therapy? But then in reverse, I looked at it as this is the best personal development or the best opportunity for me to learn about myself and like improve my mental health. And it's given me a whole new awareness of how my ment- how important my mental health is, something I've never had the opportunity to look at before. Yes, I have had to stay at home and work from home, but that's given me so much extra time to have more, a bit more of a work-life balance at times, which I may not have had if I was commuting for three to four hours a day. Um, so like, this is just a few life examples that are not even work-related, but it's all about perspective in every situation that you have in your life. Even if it's work, work is not going well. Okay, this, you have all the time in the world now to sit at home and think about what do you actually enjoy doing? Like, what do you want to do more of? Do you want to work for yourself? Do you want to work for someone else? Like everything, there's an opportunity in everything. Like, and it's just about like, how do you want to look at the situation? Do you want to look at the bad side or do you want to look at the good side? And like, and it, as Pete said, it's not all about money. All the examples I just gave you now are not all about money, but they are a lot to do with your mindset and your mental health. Like, how do you look at things? You know, I couldn't agree with that more. And I think that, you know, so one thing that I've definitely um, sort of experienced, so the accountability circle specifically, where it's been really, really helpful for me. So, you know, obviously I I, I lost a, a job this year um, and now I'm full-time doing the podcast here. I'm full-time doing YouTube. And one of the big things for me within the accountability circle was it was just nice to have like you to bounce some ideas off be like, oh, I'm thinking about this, or I'm thinking about that. Mm, I'm not really too sure. Because it's all very well, like, to like I work on my own. I'm the opposite to you. I'm an introvert, right? Mm-hmm. So I work on my own. I like my own space. I like to kind of, like, ruminate on things. I'll have a yeah. load of ideas. I think about it. But as the old saying goes, two heads are better than one. Yeah. And I found it really, really useful to have you as an accountability body, not just to, like, hold me accountable for things that I say I'm going to do, but actually to run past like ideas I'm thinking of doing this because that second uh, perspective mm-hmm. has been really really important and I think that is that is pivotal and it's important for anybody who wants to I don't know get a promotion in in work who wants to uh, be healthier in terms of fitness goals or health goals who wants to be more mindful about mental well-being who wants to start a business who wants to do something completely different or completely new to them yeah and that accountability circle for me has kind of been that because yeah Yeah. the youtube thing has been brand new like completely brand new trying to figure out how i'm going to monetize that and how i'm going to build things from that now that i don't have a a steady income the accountability circle has been absolutely priceless for that and it's something that i think if you're listening to this you're looking at 2021 thinking i've got i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this it's really, really important for you to think about where you're going to get someone that you can bounce things off. And it doesn't have to be an official accountability circle. I mean, we've, we've got an official accountability circle, which we'll talk about in a moment. 
even if it is unofficial, like a close friend or a family member or someone like that, it's very, very important that you have someone that can push you along in your journey because you'll be surprised at how um, impactful it can be, although it doesn't feel like it at the time, but it is. Yeah. And like there's so much uh, that is like I find so interesting and powerful when I first start thinking about the accountability circle and there's so much interesting information out there about why accountability circles work and it's crazy that we don't have more of them i like i'm bewildered at the fact that most people don't have an accountability partner or a buddy and that doesn't need to be formal not even their friends even if you ask them do you share your goals with your friends like fully share your goals so they hold you accountable most people will be like, no, they're in my head or they're somewhere in my diary and like no one knows about it. My family doesn't know about it. My best friend doesn't know about it. They may know about parts of my goals, but not everything. And there's, it's quite interesting, the reason why we don't share it. I think sometimes it's like, do we feel like someone will steal our idea? Do we feel like, uh, um, it, and there is the other part. Some people don't share it because they know that they will actually have to do the work if they share it with someone. And if you say, let's say, I'm going to start a podcast, or I'm going to start my own business out loud in a month's time or in two months time, even if someone is not formally holding you accountable, they'll be like, hey, do you remember when you said you wanted to start a business? What happened with that? And no one wants to feel, it's just human psyche, it's natural. Like it's how we are programmed. No one wants to say, oh, I didn't do that. And then start to wonder like deep down, why did I not do that? Or feel like a failure because they didn't do what they said they will. Like words do count for something. And if you say out loud, it's that much more like- um, It's out in the world. It's out in the world. It requires an action. It requires an action. And I think that's another reason why people don't say out loud their crazy dreams of what they want to achieve because they know that would be attached to someone at some point asking or like questioning you about that and I think we are underestimating how much that it's not peer pressure but it's just like use that to your leverage don't use it as in like oh someone will hold me accountable and I would seem like a failure no again perspective use it as the one thing that pushes you forward the motivated to do it on the weeks where you're struggling like I had moments this week where I was really struggling to push through it's the accountability circle in those weeks that keeps me going forward because I know that at the end of the week, I'm going to have to check in with the group and I, I want to say that I did what I said I would do. And it's not the end of the word if you don't. As Peter said, we always try to look for the lessons in like the weeks that didn't go as planned. What could have happened differently? What could we do better? Are we aiming too high? Should we have a BMB more realistic? Like there's a lot you can learn even from the times you don't succeed to achieve what you set out to achieve. Um, and it's all about lessons, not failures. But um, you're 300% more likely to achieve your goals if you have yeah. accountability buddy or a partner. And I just cannot get over that stat. Like why would you not want all the support you can get to achieve it. Like if you're really passionate about something, I know I want all the support, all the tools, all the information I can get to get there faster, better, um, more um, wholesome as a whole. Like, so why yeah. would you not want that? I That is the part that I'm always like, if people knew the power behind it, I think more people would have. I think you have kind of touched on it though, because I think it is about the fact that, some people they know 
if I say this, I've got to do it. And I, it, it's human nature. I, I, here's a question for you then. Here's a question for you. Okay. So bearing in mind, we started talking about this, maybe I think it was just a little bit after April when you came on the show mm-hmm. originally. Were you, were you, uh, did you have any reservations about starting an accountability self and having to share like your goals with me? Did you ever have that? Because I didn't, because I was like, oh, it's going to be something good because it's going to at least going to help me move forward. But did you have any, any like reservation? Because I think that's the big thing. People don't feel as though, people don't feel comfortable making that first step, I believe. Because yeah. if, if you look at the group right now, Mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. had to we've had to we've had to encourage people nudge people to share yeah. their goals so did you did you have any initial kind of like mm, I don't, I'm not be too sure um no because Paulina is a weird creature and Paulina <laughs> loves to push herself outside of her comfort zone so I knew that there will be some goals that I have never shared with anyone uh I will have to share with someone I knew that that will put that extra will be the extra kick that I need on some weeks to just do things. But I knew ultimately I had to pick between, do I want the occasional discomfort of if no one knew about that, I can watch Netflix tonight uh, and not have to do it. But then I had to pick between that, like discomfort of someone knowing and holding me to my word or the comfort of, well, this is how we've always done it. This is how far we've come with my own approaches or the way I used to work before. And I used to hold myself on my own accountable before. Um, and I just had to pick between the comfort or the discomfort. And like, I would always be like, how much do you want it? If you want it badly enough, a bit of discomfort. And it's not really that crazy. It's just getting used to it. At this point, I would literally tell Peter like in and out details of my goals uh, I don't really mind. But at first I was like, yes, on some weeks you will be uncomfortable, like knowing that you will have to speak at the end of the week. Not that we have to speak, but that I will have to push myself to get things done before the end of the week. And if we didn't have the accountability circle, I may have not studied as hard as I needed to. But having that there at the end of the week is, I can't explain it. It's that motivation that keeps you going on the days where you run out of your motivation. And let me tell you something. Motivation is not something you have every day of the year all the mm-hmm. time. Motivation runs out faster than, I don't know, uh, gaslight. So like it really is only there for the first week or two when you're still excited about that big goal. And the moment it starts to get hard, the moment you have a bad day, the moment something else comes into your life, it's really easy for that motivation to evaporate overnight. And then yeah. the next day you wake up and you're like, well, I still want it, but do I have to do the work? And the accountability circle is the one thing that has kept me going on the days and weeks where I may have otherwise, like... um, Yeah, I I think that's so true, what you said about the whole motivation thing, because motivation can be very, very fleeting. I mean, it it gets you out of bed to, like, go do it, but, like, really, when the things get difficult... It, you need more than motivation. You need discipline. You need to be really commitment. at that point. Commitment. Commitment. commitment to yourself. Commitment that you've given someone else your word that you would do something this week. Uh, commitment that is out in the world. Commitment to your future self. Like I know the Polina of 2021 is going to thank the Polina of 2020 and all the work I did this year. And the fact that I didn't just take it easy and do nothing for 10 months. Um, but it's that commitment to yourself, to your goals, 
and the combined with the discipline of yeah. working on the days where you don't feel like it. I would definitely agree with that. And I'll definitely, definitely echo that. I think one of the big things that is most important with this is you have to surround yourself with like-minded people, right? So, you know, we've now got the, we've got an official accountability circle and it's mm-hmm. still relatively small at this point in time. But what we're trying to do here is we're trying to attract like-minded people who want to achieve goals. It is a free group. There is no subscription fee or anything like that. But we essentially get together and we talk about what goals we want to achieve in a week. And everyone in the group is driven. And I think it's really, really important to surround yourself with driven people because when things do get tough and you're searching um, at the bottom of your barrel for that commitment, those are the people that are going to pull you through. If you surround yourself with people who are not driven, who don't have any commitment, who aren't particularly Mm -hmm. ambitious in any particular way, you are going to be stuck in that same cycle. People say, you know, your network is your net worth, right? Mm -hmm. What we're trying to build here is a network of driven, ambitious go-getters who want to achieve things. And as we go into 2021, I think that's going to be more important than ever. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be something that, I mean, because one of the big things that I've learned this year, and we'll talk about more of this on the podcast next year as we start to build up the schedule for that. I think everyone's kind of realized now that they cannot rely on just one stream of income. Yes. Big realization for many. And I think for many people, they're like, okay, I need to do something else. I need to have a side hustle. I need to have another business. I need to do something or at least take take into my own hands my own ability to earn income and diversify my income. That's one big thing that I've learned this year. And trust me, I wasn't in a bad situation anyway, but it's certainly given me a kick of an itch that I've, that I've wanted to scratch for so many years that I'm not like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to sit on my own now and do this on my own. And the accountability circle has been immeasurable in getting me to from where I was to where I am right now. And I think that's really, really important for everyone who's listening to this to acknowledge going into 2021 in answering that question, do you want to join an accountability circle? Because I think you do. And I think it, it's beneficial. Yeah. You do need someone to hold you accountable, guys. Like I can't, like if we looked, if we were to sit down and write where we were at the start of this accountability circle or even at the start of the year to where we are now, I sometimes can't comprehend how much I have achieved <laughs> in the last eight months. Like my head. Actually, you know what? I know I'm throwing you at you know, the deep end here, but do you okay. mind just recapping? So you were on the podcast in April. So yeah. do you mind just recapping where you are? Because I know where I was in April and I'm just going, I'll run through the numbers whilst you have mm-hmm. a look at where you were. So in April, I was furloughed. Um, but I knew that I was likely going to lose my job because I went into a business to start off a new project. And that project essentially meant it was about um, doing presentations and uh, building yeah. a, a presentation um, seminar for a wealth management company. So with COVID, that was never going to work. So mm-hmm. in April, I was on furlough. I was Thank on furlough you. April thinking yeah. I'm not going to have a job to go back to. Yeah. I, we were four months into the podcast, four months into YouTube. And on and YouTube specifically... In April, I hit 100 subscribers, 100 yeah. subscribers. So at that point, no yeah. income at all from YouTube, 
no income from the podcast. I'm still getting no income from the podcast, to be honest, but that's something I'm looking to change next year. But YouTube was always going to be the big outlet. So 100, 100 subscribers mm-hmm. at that point. Now, if I fast forward to where we are right now, um, I'm at about 8,300 subscribers. Wow. This podcast in April was probably only getting around about, I think it was about 100 250 plays or downloads a month at the moment we're at three and a half thousand downloads a month at this point um talking of youtube the youtube channel monetized is growing really really well there are um brand sponsorships coming up coming along now or coming online i've got a few of them already lined up for 2021 Mm-hmm. I've got uh, the investment course that we spoke about so much on the Tap Into Extraordinary um, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That is now up and running. That is now there. We've had two uh, big events with Money Intelligence, started that company as well, um, started going into the workplaces for that. I've done a little bit of work for other businesses on the financial well-being piece um, this year as well. I've done a load of speaking engagements. I've done radio stuff. I've done two radio slots in the last two in last week or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. last week and a half. Yeah. Um, so a lot has ha- a lot has happened, and the accountability circle had been all things where I knew there were certain targets I had to hit for the YouTube, certain targets that I wanted to move to in mm-hmm. terms of mm-hmm. like money intelligence and that business and things that I wanted to do. And we spoke extensively about media kits and sponsorship mm-hmm. deals and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Those things have all come to fruition because there was a discussion, there was a goal, and I shared it with you, and you held me accountable on things that I needed to do in order to make those yeah. things come to fruition. Yeah. So everybody listening, that's how far I've come from April when Polina was last on this, this podcast to now. And within that period of time, I think we started the accountability circle or the Tap Into Extraordinary podcast, I think it was in May or June. Yeah, June, I think. Yeah, June, yeah. So between June and November, between that podcast starting and the accountability starting, uh, yeah, it was in June when we started the accountability circle because we were doing it on the the podcast. In six months, Mm. huge amount of of progress. And that's that's been my journey this year with the accountability circle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how much time do you have to tell you how life-changing this year has been? my mental health is in a completely different place. Like I have started meditating. I feel healthier. I have new healthier like lifestyle as a whole. Um, so that's the physical side. I when we spoke in April, I was moving from a European wide media role to a global role. So that transition has happened since then. Um, the Women's Inclusion Network has done so much in the last few months. We are currently doing a book diversity book club. Prior to that, um, we did stuff around International Girls' Day. We did pieces on financial well-being. We have done so much there. Um, on the side of it, uh, I launched the e-commerce business, something that wasn't even in my ideas for this year. And... Corona more or less pushed me to do it uh, when the family retail business had to close for a few months. Uh, and we very quickly had to put the website together, build it from scratch, and just look at it as an opportunity to finally have that online presence that I have been thinking about for years. It was time to finally create it. So I created an e commerce business from scratch, which is doing actually well. Like it's only been, we, the website only launched in 
the end of August, so three months later, uh, and Bulgaria is now going into another lockdown and the website is doing great. Um, so I've launched the e-commerce business. Um, we obviously started tapping to Extraordinary, the accountability circle. We have a whole season of episodes out there if you haven't heard them yet. Um, I am one, oh, but how can I forget? I'm doing a postgraduate as well at the same time. So that started in April. So I started a postgraduate in digital marketing strategy. That postgraduate is finishing and in two months. And I am actually seriously thinking about doing my own business and having my own business in 2021. And I did say the moment the postgraduate finishes, I'll be looking into starting my own business. And we are so close to it um, that I am getting really excited to work on something of my own. Um, I am 100% forgetting half of what I've done this year, but like I was not prepared for this question. I, I know, I know. I threw you in at the deep end. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know. I have done so much. Oh yeah, I'm I'm doing a few public speaking talks uh, at the end of this year and start of next year as well, which is something I set out to do this year. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do public speaking, and then with Corona and uh, us working from home and so on, that never really happened. And now I'm actually starting to get ready to speak at different events. I did actually a few podcasts earlier in the year around the same time that I was on the Conversation of Money podcast as well. Um, so I feel like I'm in a completely different place from where I was six months ago. Like, and as I said earlier, I'm so excited for 2021 because I feel like I have done a lot of the groundwork and next year I'm just going beast mode in 2021. So if you see Polina everywhere beast doing mode. everything, I am there. <laughs> <laughs> like I have, this has not happened overnight. I promise you it's taken me a whole year of working behind the scenes. Um, but yes, there's, there's so much has happened in this six months, not even a year in the last six months of having the accountability circle and none of that would have been possible well yeah. it would have been possible to an extent because i am fairly driven myself but not to the extent that i have succeeded without the accountability circle yeah. so guys look if you're listening to this i think what i want to do in ending this episode off is to really challenge you and the challenge is this we are about to enter december right mm-hmm. so what are your goals for next year talk a question that you don't need to respond to immediately but think about it what are your goals for next year this year has been a difficult year there's no there's no you can't get around that it has been it's been for everybody there have been certain individuals who have obviously made a lot of money and if you invested right and maybe list what some of the youtube channel videos and and stuff you probably could have made a lot of money in some of the stocks tesla wink wink uh, as an example <laughs> right but what are your goals for next year you may have professional goals, you might have personal goals, you might have fitness goals, you might have business goals. What are they? It's okay to have more than one type of goal as well. Sit down, write them down, at least have a think about them. But you need to write them down. You need to write them down. And the next question after you've done that is, how are you going to move towards them? How are you going to keep yourself accountable? Now, you don't need to have a formal accountability circle. You can have friends, family who you could use. It could be one friend. It could be one member of your family that you use as your accountability circle. But you need one. Yeah. It's done wonders for me this year. It's done wonders for Polina this year. If you want to join our accountability circle, then find me on Instagram or find Tap Into Extraordinary on Instagram and message us. We'll add you to the group. 
It is a free group. You don't have to pay. It is full of like-minded people who want to achieve goals, who want to move towards making progression and building something for the future. You don't have to share what your big goal is, but on a week-to-week basis, we will check in. We will set new goals. We will hold people accountable and be your cheerleader. We'll be the carrot and the stick as well, just so that you, you know. But it is about progression. So what do you want to achieve next year, 21? This podcast is going to assist you, is going to help you um, in achieving some of your goals. Some of the stuff that I've already got lined up is going to be very, very exciting. But please, for this episode, sit down today, think about what that is. And we will talk more about this before the end of this year around how we're going to put something together. But guys, Accountability Circle, for me, it's been great this year through turmoil and difficulty. And I'm just thankful that, you know, I've had someone else to bounce in, you know, ideas off and thoughts off in opposed to just being a silo, um, doing something on your own. It can be very, very easy to get into that kind of uh, environment. So guys, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, It is another Monday morning. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. Helena, thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate you being here again. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And guys, if you need anything, you know where I am on IG. Give me a shout there. But have an amazing week. Write down some goals. Think about 2021. We're all go-getters at the end of the day and you're not in it by yourself. So let's go and do this together. Catch you later on.